0: yeah starting a podcast this is the first one what's the name of it media to the stars media. listen on spotify and apple music
1: there you go media to the stars uh spotify music um i'm going to drop this on my channel but i'm not don't really have a name for it i think we're just gonna get a recording done and i'm gonna put it out unedited i think one of my things in the past was over editing stuff or over planning it and so this is a bit more of a spontaneous recording and like we were saying earlier a space to use this as A platform to use this as a space to share value and to promote ourselves uh to help people um actually that's the wrong way around you me us to help you to help me to help us but definitely for ourselves um and i take pride in that because i think previously i would have not focused on myself enough um but that's changing so yeah how are you guys what do you think of this your first podcast experience miata
2: definitely very spontaneous um i i'm just going for it right now i don't have a plan there is no plan and i think that's kind of helping Mm -hmm. um so yeah i'm ready for it
0: yeah charles yeah no agenda this should be good i've already started my podcast because of this opportunity so yeah let's let's do it
1: let's do it i mean i literally it already feels different like can you feel like i already feel like i've gone into a mode Mm -hmm. that's a lot more, um, what's the word? Probably a lot more... Refined? A little bit refined, a little bit maybe staged. Because I know there's a camera here. And I already feel myself being in a different state. Like before we hit record, or before I said like, let's do this podcast. I was a lot more chilled and looser. Um, probably for what we were talking about, I was probably better. Because now I know, I've no, actually noticed this before I get into a state that's not as good as what... Oh, was before the camera came on mm-hmm. so already that's a useful piece of learning um but yeah it's pretty cool pretty cool setup. um but I'll talk to you about or Mia as we said earlier about today's experience um, doing the recession at Westfield so I'll do a little bit of setup um, for the viewers the many viewers that we will eventually have um, yeah, we were invited by westfield to do a a media workshop session for their future you program and i think it's cool to say it didn't go as it, to plan or it didn't go as expected um i think we expected about 15 people there we got there and in the end three or four people came so we had a conversation before that because we were expecting quite low numbers and i was asking you all right what's your response to this and i was asking you because i've been in that situation before so I have a bit of experience in that, but I wanted to get your take on it. Um, but it was a great day. Um, and I just want to ask you, what was your well, yeah, what was your first reaction to that when you knew that, all right, we were expecting 15, 20 people, and then you hear potentially that no one's going to turn up? Um, as your first workshop for young people, yeah, what was your first initial take on that?
2: Um, well, when I heard that there is the possibility that there were maybe not even one person to show up. I I was disappointed. Um, and I expressed this earlier, that if that was to happen, I'd be pretty, pretty disappointed just because of the expectations I had going into it. Um, and obviously, if that happened, it wouldn't have necessarily matched up with that. Mm. Um, I mentioned that, it wouldn't be necessarily disappointment from, I mean, it wouldn't necessarily be a situation where I would blame either of us. It was more so just, there were a few factors, including how the event itself was promoted and how whether or not the people that it was targeted to was actually saw the promotion Um, and, But then at the same time, I think us having that conversation beforehand prepared me for anything. So going into it, the fact that there were meant to be 15 people, but only three or four showed up, I was still pleased with that because I kind of knew what to expect. And there was a point where I was expecting no one to show up. So,
1: How come you do your initial reaction went straight to disappointment and and blame
2: um just because again this is something i've never actually i mean today it's a lot of firsts, so i've never actually facilitated a workshop and i just felt like if we were to go there and there wasn't even one person that would be there to kind of receive that or to speak to it would feel like it was almost for nothing Mm. um so yeah that was where the disappointment came from would have come from yeah in that case
1: Mm. yeah that is interesting and i think um i could relate to that a lot but i think we quickly shifted it into right? how can this be a good news story and what do we need to do to make this a great um experience and i think in the end Um, I'll ask you again, I think for me, that turned into a very, very good session, not necessarily because of the content that was shared, but because of how we responded to that situation and handled it. Um, So in the end, yeah, for anyone watching, we expected 15, four came, it was initially three, and then a fourth person came. We had a plan set out to stand at the front and do it more like a kind of school lecture. But we said it's important to be flexible and to treat it more like a conversation, not just run off a stiff script. So as soon as it went to four people, I said, cool, let's change it. Take it, let's not stand at the front, put the chairs in a circle and let's make this more of a collaborative conversation between creative people. Mm-hmm. And so it was more, we were more immersed and more level with the people in that room. We both were, we, like, we were in there with them and it felt much more connected. And in the end, that's why I said, it's important about outcome, like what, what were we there to do? In the end, I think we achieved our outcomes more than if there'd been 20 people there for me our outcomes is is to develop the umes agency to get people in that are, actually care about media and producing media and that happens because we had a more intimate conversation with them a more challenging conversation and training as well because i'm not a coach i'm not really a youth worker in the normal sense so there was media training in there and some accountability and all of those people signed up to the agency they signed the form which i'm happy about and if it had been 20 people I don't necessarily think that would have happened and it wouldn't have been um, linked to the outcomes. So yeah, there was some good learning in there. Um, Charles, how was your day? (laughs) Um, Segway. Yeah, segue (laughs) Segway
0: to a whole day of finance if anyone's interested. Um, It was a Zoom link that I signed up to a week ago in school, and I forgot about it to be honest. Um, And it's about global um, markets in action and it was partnered with Dartmouth and um Amplify Trading and I'm just sponsoring them by the way. Um so yeah, it was it was good to go on a, a new session, um see some new faces. It was like eighty-six people on one call, so that was that was interesting. It was yeah. in, it was intense for a bit, but it was interesting to see new parts of finance that I hadn't seen before. Um also to trade on two like well, we got Retrader, which is an app to just practice some some trading skills. So we did that for the first session and that was pretty good. I mean I lost a bit of money but I'm, I'm going to forget that. Mm. Um and then break and then we came back and we had like a longer session explaining what ESG was, which is environmental, social and governance and that's how people are now investing in companies rather than just looking at simple like prices or um how much the stock has decreased by. And so people are trying to be more sustainable I guess in their, who who they choose to give their money to and what what firms they work with and then we had like a whole year, a pretend year, to um, invest in lots of sectors, so the energy sector, the auto sector, the tech sector, the um, commodity sector, so that's oil and lithium. Um, yeah, I made eight million, so I'm pretty happy. I mean, it was a... It was eight a, million it, dollars? Yes, yeah, it's a fake, Come but on. yeah, uh, we started with 20 million, I made eight million. Yeah, But someone did manage to make a 20 million from their mis- initial 20 million, so they had... 100% return on investment. Wow. So, yeah, I guess that they were impressed. I mean, they were pretty good from the start. One person left, like, halfway through, and I think, how is he still top of the leaderboard, even though his computer's just on in the background? Yeah. Um, Which was good. But no, no, I was happy with what my position was, and I printed out um, what I got, so now I understand what what I played in the game and what I did, and, like, they gave me an analysis of what happens, and I've got another session tomorrow with them, and, yeah, I made a folder, of like, you know, what everything that I thought was important. So I took screenshots during the Zoom call and I decided to make a folder and I called it day one and I put everything for day one in there and I'll do the same for tomorrow and there was this good, really good spreadsheet where you could put in like the percentage of your 20 million and it would work out how many um, like shares you had to buy and it was, it was it was a good tool and there was also a whole like little like PowerPoint of what what was the esg levels in all like the sectors and like within a sector like like energy there's obviously natural there's gas natural gas there's oil there's solar there's wind and so yeah it was really interesting to get a deep dive into that sort of stuff and tomorrow i think we've got two more um mm-hmm. trading sessions so yeah that should that should be really fun and, and interesting
1: mm-hmm. so this is the first episode of me you to the stars mm-hmm. what is me you to the stars and and what is what is the gift that you're giving to the world for media to the stars?
0: I think first of all it's an insight into UMIUS or Catalyst and Communities, both of the similar things and it's just like like maybe like actually a podcast for people that work here and we can understand like what what each session was like. I might start recording Zoom calls and things before we start filming our legacy football league on friday and even the wednesday conversations i might just film that and and edit edit it and just put that in because then people know like what actual media team does and says and how they get to what they want to film but also it can involve into like people and how they got into meeting themselves like i met at a fashion show i met this uh, executive producer so if i could talk to him and get him on a call and i've been to experian as a part of a, like a school trip and then so if i can get anyone from that like i don't think it just has to be media but i'm going to start with that and it's just like how did you get into that role or or interesting times of your life you know anything that i mean everything does sort of come back to media now because of the internet and how everything works but yeah i think it's it's, it's broad but it can also be like really small and specific to our little our our, our um agency so yeah mm-hmm
1: yeah i think we said it last week i think um bob bob mama g to me said it last week it's like if you can't if, if you can't make good social media content or if you're not able to do it then you're behind And if you can do it you are ahead of the game so we are ahead of the game um definitely get re- recording more stuff producing more stuff um youtube stuff that is like demonstrative of your competence Mm-hmm. and is evidence of what you can do especially career wise mm-hmm. like if you can make content demonstrating and proving your competence and that your competence leads to results for the person watching or for the consumer or client watching then that's highly valuable marketing content for yourself to then get hired because I'm like imagine like just compare it between sending in a paper cv or sending in a video of you of sh- video of you showing yourself doing it like actual evidence video audio visual based evidence chucking a few testimonials of people saying all right miata was an amazing photographer she didn't just take normal kinds of photographs that any you know two-bit photographer can take she has an extra level of skill where she can come in and capture a moment that is so unique and so perfect that we're so grateful to her and we're going to hire her again and you should definitely hire her like that if you if you capture that and shots of you filming Put that into like a 30-second promo on your LinkedIn or on your website. That's an amazing piece of advertising. You know, advertising is okay because it's selling or promoting a product of value. And that means that you're getting out there and sharing your skills and helping the world. Mm -hmm. So that is the power of video content. And so many people are interfacing on um, uh, social media that so much of the reality is on there now. So if you can, if you do know how to do this, that's a super, super powerful skill. It's communication at the end of the day. You know, it's audio, visual, video communication. I'm not the best speaker, but when I put a, a whack up stick a video together that I can spend a bit of time on, then my, that's my communication, but in a much more potent way. Cause I'm like, like a, a ramble when I actually speak. Um, better than I used to, but as a video maker, effective. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. 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 (laughs) It's cool, it's cool advice, it's cool. (laughs) Um, No,
2: that actually is good advice though. I think it's definitely a way to make me stand out, to make anyone that's part of this team stand out when it comes to any type of future opportunities.
1: Do you have um, a, a, what if someone had an issue with standing out?
2: An issue? Um, I just
1: said, uh, to change it to do you have an issue with standing out? I milded it down, but do you have an issue with standing out?
2: I think right now, yes.
1: Hmm.
2: In a sense. Because the more you stand out, the more people will pay attention. And obviously, obviously you want that for yourself, especially when it comes to career opportunities. But at the same time, as someone who is more used to kind of just standing back or being behind the scenes, it can be quite intimidating Mm. especially at first
1: yeah well whatever help you need from me and charles to to feel even more confident about it i mean you're on the way you're taking massive strides i mean you ran the workshop today you're here you're turning up reliable competent effective um yeah your perspective on yourself is changing but should, like sooner rather than later you'll realize that you know you can do this and you're, you're way ahead of so many other people. There's so many dopey people that I come across that they like, they like don't even have your competence and then they don't have your reliability. Um, yeah, you're very well placed. So I'm, I, I, I can kind of see the journey because I've kind of reflected a little a bit in myself. Mm. So I know you're only 24, but...
2: That was the, so weird to hear that from someone else, sorry.
1: But you're only 24.
2: Yeah, just hearing my age come from someone else, that was weird.
1: Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah, you're only 24, so, you you know, that's young. I still think I'm young, and I am 28. Um, So, yeah, it's cool. Are you enjoying your time? How are you finding your time at UMS? I am enjoying it. It's
2: been very challenging in a good way in terms of challenging every side of me, my ability, my performance, but also just my approach to things, how I, like my mindset. Um, And I do, like when I reflect, I do already see the growth in myself. Um, So, yeah.
0: So
1: who were you before you came here and who are you now? And how has the process facilitated that change?
2: Um, Before I came here, I I knew I wanted to go into media. Um, I just felt a bit stuck because I didn't know exactly how to, like what the next steps were, how to go about it. Um, And I wouldn't say that I was doing nothing, but I was just still kind of playing it safe and just sticking within my comfort zone. And at the time, like if there was an opportunity, for example, I would look at the opportunity. I'd still be like, okay, that's a cool opportunity, but I'd still make an excuse. And then I'll just be like, actually, no, I'm not gonna do that. Mm. And then since coming here, I mean, for one, just kind of being, the fact that I was just put right into it, like, okay, we're doing this next week, can you come along? Even that alone has done wonders because now even outside of You Meet Us, if I do see something, I will, I'm will. i more likely to now actually just go for the opportunity. And because of that, I've been doing a lot more outside of this as well. Um, and then as a result of that and the people I meet, like more opportunities come from that so and then the more i do it the more used to it i get and then it doesn't like i don't worry as much as i would have before i just do it and if i am worried i still do it anyway and you know if i make mistakes i make mistakes and that's just a part of it Mm -hmm. so i think my mentality has shifted a lot in terms of that
1: Mm. Cool. Well, I said cool as well. Cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah, that's
0: a cool point. Yeah, Charles, what about what about what about you? Well, I'd say that standing out for me, I mean I think that's how we got to where we are right now, to be honest, people that stand out, that's what drives the world forward. But um yeah, I'm already doing it. That's cool. I feel cool. like I do stand out compared to others. I think like most just like go go home after school and I'm like there like every day either doing something in school after school or um doing something outside of school and literally every day is busy except for sunday i guess but then i'm still meeting like friends so i'm i just try and not trying to keep myself busy but i try and, you know just i guess be there rather than i don't know be at home like it's good those days are good but i don't sometimes you don't see any value or i end up getting headaches at home when i could be outside with friends so it's just like yeah i, I weigh things up and i'm I'm more likely to, to, yeah, with with opportunities for myself, I think I just sign up to everything that I see. And even if I, you know, sometimes recently, I've, I, because now I'm in sixth form, they um, give opportunities, but they don't go to everyone. So, like, you have to be on free preschool meals or you have to be from a certain background. and So sometimes I'm getting rejected, but it's actually about me being less, like, upset and sad, but, like, happy that other people are getting opportunities. Because I've taken so many over my life, and I know I will do so in the future. So... Um, you know, you know. Although my parents want to lie on on forms and stuff, I'm like, no, don't do that. And uh, you know, it's fine if other people get opportunities because I've had so many, and um, I will have more over the course of the my two years of A level, but also in university and just in life. I think opportunities are there. You don't have to seek out to find them. You know, they they'll normally come to you. They're, they're looking for you. It's like you know, the universe is trying to give you opportunities. But um, I think that's how that's how. What my life has worked so far, and that's why I'm so like happy and content already with life because it's just like you know mm. I don't have to think so hard about oh should I do this should I do that I just I whenever I see an application to something or an opportunities and I like I check my calendar but most of the time I will just say yes yeah so I feel like that's that's the way to go about life.
1: Mm. Cool. Well, how, how you how you find uh, how you both finding in this uh, the podcast format and the podcast recording so far Cause, this is yeah it's not like a tv show and there really is no rules to it um we could literally say whatever we want do whatever we want um well not not whatever we want but yeah, uh, not hate we, speech you <laughs> give it a go but we Within wouldn't last reason. very long yeah <laughs> um especially you Miyati, i mean yeah how you find this so far first one kind of just jump straight into it which is probably the best thing yeah actually before you before you go onto that there was something that i was thinking about i thought i was thinking about um earlier when we were in the in the westfield session and there was a lot of talk about mindset and how people might through fear back out of what they want to do and i th- I thought the the woman um was going to ask how do i actually overcome that fear or i thought the, the guy was going to ask it and What I want to say here to you and to the viewer is that it's really, really useful if you want to overcome any fear of rejection of pain and you want to do what you want to do, but you need help. It's so valuable to have an accountability partner. Mm. So the thought that you don't have to do it by yourself or I don't have to do it by yourself, but if you've got someone who cares about you, a friend, a partner, a family member that really has your best interests at heart, that is willing to stand there bravely through the resistance that you would put up or i would put up and still encourage you to do it and still kind of lovingly nudge you or me or you you me us into the into action then that is such a valuable way to overcome resistance to overcome fear and i was just thinking about that once we were were having that conversation and i've had that with my uncle um and hopefully that's what you me us is and this group is for you guys And for me as well, where we can lovingly, you know, encourage each other to do something that we might have first resisted with. Like, hopefully this is what this is for you today, you Mm -hmm. know, the first time doing this. Um, Yeah, has this been useful so far? Just kind of of took the mics out and just said, let's do this now.
2: Yeah, I think I wasn't given the time to overthink it. So Ah. I'm a lot more relaxed about it than I would have expected. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was weird having the camera in my face, um, but I'm okay.
1: Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I think it's valuable. It's valuable. My oh, child's already know you're good in front of, yeah. or you're used to the, used to the camera. Um, but yeah, I think I was kind of hearing new things as well. Like being in a recorded space, I was trying to make this as as much the same as what we were how we were before the cameras started rolling but then that kind of i think i was like i was slightly disappointed at the start as soon as i became sort of compo- overly composed i was like what happened i wanted to capture the capture what we the vibe of what we had before the cameras came on but then i'm like mm, I could be grateful that the podcast recording prompts a different sort of conversation and a useful one 'Cause you both said like really cool and useful good things and so have I. So I'm um, thankful for that. Um, despite my ramblings. Um and yeah, I think it's useful. Like it's definitely we were talking earlier about, you know, having different level of conversation with friends. Um maybe jump on a podcast with them. maybe maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But it's definitely useful for facilitating a conversation. Like I know from Leo, you know Leo, and you like you know Leo now. We had some amazing chats or conversations through his podcast, Beyond the Surface. Um, and that podcast space enabled us to come together and enhance our relationships and help each other mutually. So it would go back to that thing of, you can really help someone with a podcast. You can really help someone, I can really help someone. Um. So hopefully this is helpful. For has been helpful so far for both of you. Um, yeah, media to the start. Anything, anything you want to cover today?
0: Um, at the moment, it's been it's been good. I've got some ideas. Some I think I'll end the show with some Easter eggs. Can you can you find um, a bit of recording that might have gone a bit wrong, bit bit right? Um, I might put put out the bit where it changed from. The energy before or after that might be interesting to see. Um, I've got an idea for format of how it's going to run, but no, there's no agenda. I don't think to ask certain questions or certain. Yeah, you know, I think it's it's good how it's been. So yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. Cool. Um, any yeah any last thoughts?
2: Um. I mean, like you know, I have never really thought about my own podcast before but like it's not it's not so bad I'm thinking you know I'm already thinking of ideas even if it's just having a few friends on and talking about some things um I think just these few minutes alone it's made me a bit more open to the idea
1: yeah but definitely know like know like know the benefit of it and know the greater benefits and then know if this can enable that because mm-hmm. if it's just if it's just enjoyable for a couple of times mm. but there's no real greater purpose to it it would just fizzle out like so many people's stuff just fizzles out because i've actually sometimes maybe the long-term outcome is too far like if you're doing this to make money it's very unlikely to make money through a podcast you know so Most people do it two three four five times thinking they're gonna make money and then they just stop because the money's so far away and unlikely but if you enjoy this process like if you enjoy the setting up and the recording and you enjoy the fact that you get to talk to people and that's useful and beneficial then i mean naturally, you'll be more attracted to it um yeah cool um yeah it's not no scripted no 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 scripted end i'll just uh say yeah
2: do you have any thoughts
1: do i have any thoughts do i have any thoughts oh okay yeah i've got got, a few thoughts um yeah i'm still i'm still a bit surprised at how i shifted as soon as the camera started rolling i it's turned more into sort of meaningful conversation um which is not not never typically been my my realm, so there's been quite some, what like me, deep, deep points, and I wasn't expecting it to be deep. I was like, I was I was kind of in a kind of slightly moving shifting into my silly mode. Like it was being, I was a bit tired, and it was getting late, and I was like, let's, let's just turn the cameras on and crack some jokes. But then it became this, which I'm interested in, but also not too interested in because I know that that's what UMass is and CIC is, um but it's not something I would want to continue. Like I wouldn't want to do more episodes like this. I want to capture a different sort of tone and energy. Um, but I just love the fact that we, we pulled it out and started filming and just was like, yeah, let's, let's get it. let's do it. Let's get it done. Um, and I'm glad you're on the first one as well of this. I'm glad you're part of the team. Charles, glad you're part of this Solid member of the team, like, consistently they're reliable effective long term like one of the outstanding or if not the outstanding story of umios um, so you're in a great position just make just make more requests about how I can help and how the team can help you to do whatever you want to do like we've got the podcast up and going now media to the stars check it out Apple and Spotify um, and yeah do more use this space
0: I'll do Cool. 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 cool.
1: Cool. All right. <laughs>